I got love for you, man. You know what, I'm <laughs> what are we talking about? You know, I'm not here to start any trouble. I'm only going to say nice things about you from now on. I think you're handsome, and I think you're a wonderful host. I'm fat and I'm overweight. Just don't say anything silly. I was waiting for you to say that. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny? I take this serious. You know, I don't want y'all to take anything that out of context that I'm saying. He's very funny. He likes to joke around a lot. As a personality and as an entertainer, yes. This is going to be really quick. I'm not taking any questions. Go ahead and get comfortable. I'm going to talk for a little bit. You're listening to Cabby Presents, the podcast. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. I'm your humble host, Cabby Richards, flying solo today. Uh, but I do have a couple of guests that will hopefully make interesting conversation. Um, if you found this on uh, via Twitter or via Facebook or you're one of our subscribers on iTunes, thank you very much for clicking and downloading and listening, uh, whether you're at work or are uh, on the way to work or you're you're. A lot of people listen while they're like cleaning up and like doing chores around the house. So I appreciate that, too. I'm great for uh, my voice is great to fall asleep to. And it's also great to be irritated by. Uh, so my guests will do most of the talking in this particular podcast. But again, uh, for those who subscribe and logged in and clicked have ra- and have rated the Cabbie Presents podcast, I really appreciate it. If I see you in person, if I meet you in person, whether I'm in uh, on the East Coast or the West Coast or right in the middle of uh, North America, somewhere, and you tell me, hey, I listen to your podcast and I like it or I, I rated it, I will give you a hug. It will be long, and I have wandering hands, so just be aware, okay? Uh, I want to let you know that, as you saw in the description, so you already know who's on the show, because you saw in the description, and you're looking at it on your iPod or your iPhone or or at your desk, but we have Jeff Carter of the Los Angeles Kings and Jared Stoll of the Los Angeles Kings both very, very good dudes, and I, and uh, we'll have two different types of uh, interviews or, or conversations. I say we. I will uh, with these dudes. So um, I saw like I saw Avengers uh, recently, and it was awesome. And I'm, I'm trying to decide whether Avengers was better than the first Iron Man because the first Iron Man was amazing, except for the part that, like, the dude builds this like super like this super technology like in a tent in the middle of Kerplakistan and the guys watching him aren't smart enough to realize what on earth the dude is doing so that's like the big flaw for the first Iron Man movie but the rest of it is so awesome and i don't have to take as many leaps of faith faith in the movie Avengers um but it was good. It was it was very very entertaining, and the movies made like a billion dollars in like nineteen days. So it's like crushing all these box office records. And I saw, uh, I saw on a blog that I read on on Gizmodo that um, they're like USBs with Avengers characters as the USB key. So there's like the Hulk, there's uh, Iron Man, there's Thor, and I think there's Captain America. The Iron Man one looks cool because I think the eyes would light up. Which would be pretty dope. I don't know what happens when the with the Thor, with Thor's hammer when you, you know, when you slide it into your laptop or your your uh, your tower. But uh, the eyes lighting up on the Iron Man. I've seen like Iron Man. I have a MacBook. I've seen Iron Man like the cover 
for the MacBook and uh, the Apple the Apple logo, which lights up lights up uh, Iron Man's eyes. So that's pretty dope. Uh, so I might go with that one. Anyway, so I had a conversation with a dude, and as I'm kind of geeking it out on on Avengers, I asked him. He was he's like a he's a programmer. Uh, no, he's a um, He's a tech guy. He works for this, uh, uh, like a Fortune 500. Uh, he okay. He works for Microsoft. Uh, a guy named Gladstone, really good dude. And so I was like, Gladstone, like, where in this building do you work? He's like, I work on the third floor. I'm like, Oh, is that where the nerds are? And he's like, Yeah, there are the nerds. Nerds are there. I'm like, So are you one of the nerds? He's like, Well, I'm uh, kind of a nerd. I'm like, and, and I was like, Okay. And he's like, well, I'm more of a geek. I'm like, Well, what's the difference between a nerd and a geek? And this is how it was described to me. Nerds are highly intelligent. They're not really socially comfortable. They keep in tight clusters. Um, and, uh, and, and they sort of have kind of a laissez-faire attitude towards stuff. And like, I don't know, like they're not, not really the same kind of stuff that we or the rest of you know, the mainstream really pays attention to. Now, geeks are very passionate about, like, one or two specific things, like, like uh, whether it's, like, Star Trek or it's comic books. Geeks have a, a, an outwardly passion towards something that the mainstream kind of knows about, but not, like, they're aware of it, but not really, it doesn't really have any kind of popularity outside of that cult following. Uh, and and geeks also can be stylish. There's like a geek chic that like like more stylish hipsters. So that's the difference between nerds and geeks. So I learned something. Um, and uh, hopefully you guys will learn some other things as we have some pretty candid conversations like we always do on this podcast. And I'm going back to the West Coast because I like to show L.A. some love. And our first guest is on the phone. If it's going to be uh, an interview, I'm going to conduct it. So I'll answer my own questions, ask myself the questions, then give y'all the answers. And joining me on the podcast for the first time ever. Well, mo- most people, it's the first time ever. So I'm not even, even sure why I introduced him like that. But it's safe to say that he's one of the most handsome dudes in the National Hockey League. Um, If you saw the movie The Avengers, um, Robert Downey Jr.'s suit is based on this young man's physique. Jeff (laughs) Carter of the L.A. Kings, welcome. How you doing, man? Good, how you doing, Kevin? Very good, man, very good. So, dude, you're riding your bike down by the beach right now. Yeah, I am. Uh, I bought myself a little beach cruiser and just been kind of cruising around, checking out. It's a nice day here, so I thought I'd get out. Oh, that's awesome. So, like, okay, describe the scenery right now. It's pretty nice, actually. The beach is snowing uh, up. It's a beautiful day out, probably know, 75 degrees. And, and I can't beat it. Well, I don't, but Jeff, you're, ta- you're describing the wrong scenery. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty nice, Kevin. I'm not going to lie to you. Ah, yes. Uh, Jeff, you know what? You're, yeah, sometimes, you know, uh, it's not a bad idea to meet new friends. So I, <laughs> I encourage you to meet some friends for your friends. Yeah, I mean, it, it never hurts, right? No, man, and and, and certainly, uh, 
you know, if I if I get to come out there again, I would like to meet your new friends. <laughs> I'm sure you would. Yeah, this is this is a purely a, a selfish request. <laughs> hey, so what kind of bike do you? Okay, you have a beach cruiser. What color is it? Uh, it's white. White. We got red rims. Oh, really? <laughs> Pretty nice. Yeah. Do you have uh, what other like? Is do you have like a do, wait? Do you have to wear a helmet in uh, the state of California? No, no, no. I, I don't know if you're supposed to, but nobody does. So. Um, but you're a professional athlete, so it doesn't matter. As long as you're not on a motorcycle a la Ben Roethlisberger, I think you'll be okay. Yeah, that's probably not a good idea. No, hey, speaking of which, I just said the word Roethlisberger. Have you have you taken uh, Richie to In-N-Out Burger yet? No, I've actually never been there. What? Great, so. Yeah, I, true story. I've never been, so I'm going to check her out here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to punch Richie in the face because I've told him, I'm like, dude, you're in Los Angeles. You need to get to In-N-Out Burger ASAP. So that will be if next time I'm out there, and if you're still out there, that that's gonna I'm t- I'm dragging you guys there. Like I don't right. care, and I don't know if there's one in Manhattan Beach, but I will find one. Sounds good, bud. Hey, so you um okay, so you're you're on the the beach right now, and uh and I don't know how many people know this, but you have a house in the Jersey Shore. Uh, I do. Describe your house for us. My house. Yeah. Um, I got a place on the bay. Uh, so it's, it's kind of nice. You got boats up out back and boat and wave runners and uh, all our buddies come over there. They leave all their stuff there, and we just usually hang out all day and spend a lot of time in the water. So it's, it's nice. So you so your house backs onto the bay. Yeah. So and you have you said you have a boat and some wave runners. Those, those are like sea doos. Yeah. How many do you have? I got two uh, two sea doos and then a stand up. Uh, like jet ski, I guess they're called. Ah, uh, I remember, and I think it was Police Academy Three. There was a scene where they're racing with the stand-up sea doos, and I think, um, I think Janet Jones, Janet before she was Janet Jones, Gretzky was in that movie. Do you remember it? Or is that before your time? Uh, I've seen a few of the Police Academies, but I don't remember that one. So I think it was it's like the final chase scene, and it was like shot in like the Toronto Harbor, so it kind of took away from the <laughs> the mystique yeah. of these guys being in New York. Okay, so you have so you have this uh this house in Jersey. How many how many bedrooms uh, do you have in there? I got uh four bedrooms. And um and in your basement uh where you have like your en- your you know, your entertainment area. You have you have, you have a pool table, right? No, no pool table. No, but you have like you just had a you just put in like a new bar, correct? Or like a new yeah, I did. And what's the big sign over your bar? Oh, Big Slim's bar. <laughs> <laughs> tell, please tell us the origin of Big Slim. Uh, myself and uh, Dan Carcillo are walking down uh, the street one day, and uh, you know, just walking around minding our own business, and uh, there's a homeless guy there. Asked uh, Dan for some change. He said, "No, sorry, man, I don't have anything." He looks over at me. He goes, "How about you, Big Slim? What do you got for me?" <laughs> so it's it's kind of kind of stuck with me since that day. Nice. How long ago was that? Uh, it's probably been a couple of years now. Has anybody, has any of your teammates replaced or come close to what Dan Carcillo was like for you guys in Philadelphia? Uh, no, that's pretty tough to do. Like he he's like I I know I mean obviously fans. Uh, of the game, know what Carcillo he plays with a certain intensity on the on the ice, but like, what is he like off the ice? He's he's actually uh, I know there's a lot of stuff uh, about him being wild and crazy, but he's pretty 
pretty calm, pretty low key uh, these days. He, uh, I mean, he's kind of almost two different guys on the ice and off. You know, he, like I said, on the ice, he's he gets going pretty good. He gets fired up and uh, gets pretty emotional out there and off the ice. He, he's just like me and Richie. That's like why we get along so well. He just he's laid back and. I kind of do whatever, so it, uh, it's good. So he's like, um, to borrow uh, a reference from the Avengers movie, he's like Bruce Banner, the scientist, and then the Hulk on the ice. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I don't know if anybody's ever called him a genius before, referred to no, Dan Carson. I don't think he's ever got that. Before. Yeah, pro- probably not. Hey, um, so do you, do you know how, um, what's the story behind Carcillo's jersey ending up in uh, E's office in the show Entourage? Um, I think he was still playing for Phoenix at the time. And uh, they, were out, they were out here in L.A. And I guess he was sitting in between the benches. And, you know, Carcillo being Carcillo, he was running around kind of being an idiot out there. <laughs> and uh, I guess E banged on the glass, told him to go get in a fight. So he went out and fought uh, Ivanen, who's about, I don't even know, 6'8", 260 or something like that. He said he got the crap beat out of him there, and uh, I guess they they met up after the game, uh, you know, get it off or whatever, and just kind of kept in contact. And I guess they're they're good buddies now. So, pretty <laughs> wow. cool story. So so Connolly Connolly ban- Kevin Connolly, the actor who plays Ian Otter, he banged on the glass and said, "Go get into a fight." And then Carcillo yeah. took on the biggest guy on the ice. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it <laughs> went too well for him either. I don't think so either. What, did he have teeth at the time, or, or had those already been knocked out, those four front ones? I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm probably going to go with them already being knocked out. He's been, uh, <laughs> been in a lot of fights. So. Uh, okay, so, you're, so you live in the Jersey Shore, and uh, can you describe the environment around where you live as opposed to where the MTV show has been filmed? Yeah, you know what? It's, it's, uh, it's actually a lot different. Uh, you know, a lot of people when they they hear the Jersey Shore, all they think about is the show. But that's the uh, the show is like North North Jersey. It's I mean, I think pretty much everyone on the show is from New York or Long Island or somewhere around there. And I'm in South Jersey. It's uh, you know, it's real quiet, laid back. Uh, a lot of people from Philly and uh, and South Jersey, and um, you know, I, I love it there. It's you know, like I said, it's laid back, it's quiet, uh, you know, a lot of friends there and whatnot, so it's, uh, it's a good spot. You're a, you're a very laid back and quiet dude. Now, if you had to uh, spend an afternoon and you had a barbecue at your crib in the back there uh, and uh, one of the cast members was invited to uh, spend the afternoon with you, which cast member of the Jersey Shore would you hope shows up at your door? Which cast member? Um... Say, uh, say Vinny. Vinny? Yeah, I think he's probably the, you know, maybe the closest one to me. There, all the other ones seem to be pretty wild and pretty crazy. Uh, he seems like he's the most laid back and just kind of, kind of chill kind of guy. So you, so, okay, so you took a dude that you could vibe with, have a, you know, have a, have a beer with, chill out with, as opposed to one of the girls where you could just flirt with and begin a, uh, a relationship with, not yeah. named, not named Snooky not- or Dina. <laughs> not a really big fan of any of those girls. <laughs> Fair enough. I know you're very picky. You only deal with ten point fives. So now you're living with uh, now you're living with uh, your your teammate, one of your closest friends uh, uh, in uh, in the National Hockey League. You're li- living with Mike Richards, who I affectionately call Baby Bro. Um, what are the house rules, Jeff? 
Uh, he hasn't really laid down too many. Um, you know, he's obviously been nice enough to to let me crash with him for the rest of the year. So I usually try to take care of dinner or um, just Wait, little stuff. Do you make dinner or do you buy dinner? I don't make dinner sometimes. Usually we uh, we get a little too lazy and just buy dinner. But uh, <laughs> um, what do you way, make? I don't know, we pick up a roast sometimes, throw it in the oven, or the barbecue's broke, so it kind of limits our options. But, uh, <laughs> so you can make like a roast, do but do you make like, do you, you, do you like bake vegetables and potatoes and that sort of thing? Yeah, vegetables, potatoes, salad. We do it all, man. I can't believe you can cook. But wait, yeah. but can you make other things like a stir fry or yeah. like, a, like a salmon or can you do that yeah. kind of Oh yeah, yeah. Liar. You, you know you know oh, you can't I, do that. I'll have you over one night. You you know you go to Whole Foods and just buy the pre-roasted chicken like I do. No uh, no no. You know uh, we cook her up. Why don't you guys get the barbecue fixed? I don't know. I don't even know what's wrong with it. <laughs> so like um what like are you allowed to see? This is the thing. Like in the United States, uh, and people listening, there, there's a big uh, audience uh, of Americans that listen to this podcast. They wear their shoes in the house, but as Canadians, we always take our shoes off at the front door. I think it's just one of those cultural things. What do you guys do? I always take them off. You always it take bothers, them? Yeah, it bothers me when people walk into your house with shoes on. I agree. Totally agree. Okay, so that's that's one of the rules. And then what about, uh, what is there a curfew for you, Jeff? No, no curfew. What about when you have uh, friends over? No. No, you, you, nothing, don't, man. you don't have to clear it with Richie? Like, hey, uh, have uh, uh, Monica and eight of her friends coming over. Is that cool? <laughs> no, 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 uh, no rules. So. No rules. And then uh, uh, lastly on this, uh, who's um, who wakes who up to go to practice every day? Uh, I'm gone way before he even gets up. Are you serious? You just leave yeah. him? Yeah, we got, we got our own cars, so I just take off. He's usually still in bed or doing something, I don't know. <laughs> are you uh, are you one of the first to get to the rink? Are you one of those yeah. kind of guys? Yeah, yeah. I'm usually one of the first three or four guys there. So. Who who's always there before you? Uh, for practice in the morning, usually Williams, Kopitar, uh, Stoll. Stoll's there pretty early, but uh, I'm usually there right right around the same time as them. And then uh, who's like the last dude to get onto the ice before? I don't know, coach blows a whistle or whatever it is to, to signify the start of practice. That's Richie. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Baby bro, is just he just needs a lot of sleep. Hey, yeah. so um, uh, I don't know if you're still, are you, uh, I don't know if you play uh, video games that much, but EA, the EA Sports brand, they did a cool thing where they had like uh, tournaments and fans could vote uh, for the cover athlete. And in uh, Madden, which is like the coveted series, uh, Calvin Johnson from the Detroit Lions, he won the contest. He was um, the final two was uh, Megatron versus Cam Newton, the rookie quarterback from Carolina. So Megatron, okay. Megatron won. He's on the cover of Madden 13, which comes along with it, a curse. He's a good dude. Hopefully he doesn't get cursed. Now in, in hockey, NHL 13, there is a March Madness type of bracket going on. Are you aware of this? Yeah, I've heard of it. Oh, you are? Okay. So I want to run the bracket with you. And I want to do, let's do the, the tournament according to Jeff Carter. Now, I just want you to pick, so there's eight, so it's in the quarterfinals. There are eight guys vying for the coveted prize of being the NHL 13 cover athlete. 
I'll go through each pairing, and then you just I'm gonna write it down, and then you just tell me basically who you want to be on the cover, not who you think fans would be on the cover. Fans want on the cover. So right. we'll start in bracket B. It's uh, Pavel Datsuk versus John Tavares. Oh, Datsuk. Datsuk. Okay, we'll yeah. just write that down. Why Datsuk? Because he's an absolute friggin' beast. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Best player in the league. You think? You think? You know what's funny is on several podcasts I've had the Datsuk versus Crosby conversation. Richie's and, and I like. I think Datsuk is like magical. Crosby is is all world. But Datsuk does something. He's not going to blow up the stat sheet, but he does. And I'm not even that big of a hockey guy. You know, we spent time together. And, like, I always just want to talk about movies and girls. And, like, we, <laughs> we actually never really talked about this. Is the most, this is the most we've ever really talked about, spoken about hockey. But um, I've been on this Datsuk campaign. Lupul, Richie, and somebody else I was trying to bait. And, I, and they all said, Crosby, but you say Datsuk, best player in the world. Yeah. That's, yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, okay, then we got a couple goaltenders. Pekka Rene versus Henrik Lundqvist. Ooh, probably Lundqvist, I think. Lundqvist. That's a tough one, though. Okay, that's all right. Now um, I'll go over to bracket A, uh, and I'll go Evgeny Malkin versus Scott Hartnell. Well, Hartnell all the way. <laughs> <laughs> he should, if, he, if he makes the cover, it should, he shouldn't wear a helmet. It should just be his flowing ginger locks. Oh, he definitely won't have a helmet on. He win. <laughs> Wait, you don't want the because he's got two different kind. Like when he when his hair is out in full like sideshow Bob Glory, sometimes they're either wet or it's like dry and it's just like it's just like massive. But you say put yeah. a you say put the the lid on that. No, no helmet. Oh, no helmet. Okay, yeah, yeah. Wow. We're we're both in agreement. And then the last pairing in bracket A, your former teammate Claude Giroux versus your current teammate. Andre Kopitar. Oh, eh? oh, jeez. Um, I, I gotta go with my teammate Gopi. Uh, uh, he doesn't get much attention because he's all the way out here on the West Coast, but he's uh, he's pretty darn good. Over Claude Giroux. Yeah. That's boy. Yeah, that don't you forget that the dude had six points in a playoff game this year, right? Against yeah, the, against the Penguins. Yeah. I know, I know. He's a, he's a hell of a player, but uh, that was a weird series. <laughs> it was a weird series. You shouldn't, nobody should be getting six points for the playoffs. <laughs> you might be onto something. Okay, let's go back to the other bracket. Now it's in the semifinal, Datsuk versus Henrik Lundqvist. Datsuk. Datsuk, okay, is now in the finals, according to Jeff Carter. And bracket A, your present teammate, Andre Kopitar, versus your former teammate, Scott Hartnell. I, I'm going to say Hartsy. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, why why Scott Hartnell over Andre Kopitar? He's the biggest character in the league. I think it'd be awesome for for the game and get him a little more publicity and you know, bring a little more excitement to the game. Would you hope that his character falls down every time he shoots the puck? Yes. And uh, I don't know what, or like, yeah, just even even when he uh, even when he's skating, he's just he should just anytime that character's around the net, he should fall down. <laughs> he usually does. Yeah, that's true. And the, and these games are like super accurate. All right, so now in the final, the NHL 13 cover athlete, according to Jeff Carter, should be Scott Hartnell or Pavel Datsuk. I think Hartsy. 
can pull it out. Uh, you know, he's got that Twitter thing going for him now. He's got a, a lot of people on his side. And I wouldn't be shocked if he uh, if he pulls one out there. Have you seen uh, Have you seen his uh, campaign video? No, I haven't. But Richie was actually telling me about it. Yeah, it's got he's got a video on YouTube where he's you know he's like he's got the presidential music behind him and he's like. And and it's just him falling, like it's just like I don't, there's like eighty clips, maybe eighty, <laughs> but a bunch of clips of him just falling, scoring goals, and just and then just falling, and it's yeah. awesome. And then at the end, he's like, "I'm Scott Hartnell, and I approve this message. You should look That's for it. Awesome, it's I'll really check good. it out. Scott yeah. Hartnell over Pavel. Da- the 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 biggest character in the game over the best par- uh, player in the game. Okay, yeah, I like that you went on. I, I like that you said that. Okay, so so here's an interesting thing that. Uh, I've learned recently about about you is you go to basketball games. I mean, did, did you go to Sixers games when you played in Philadelphia? Yeah, we actually went to quite a few games. You did? Okay, so I I only know this because um, that you've gone to both Clippers and Lakers games either because uh, I was texting Richie or maybe he put it on Twitter. Actually, yeah, I think he put a photo on Twitter, but mostly because we were texting. So describe the difference in the atmosphere between an L.A. Clippers game and an L.A. Lakers game. Well, I think Lakers is uh, Lakers is more of a show. I think you know it's a lot more, it's a lot quieter. People are kind of there to be seen and whatnot. You get more uh, more celebrities and, and all that type of thing. Clippers is uh, more. I guess the, you call them like the blue collar team. You know, like um, you get a younger crowd. People are feel like they're more into it. The rink's more lively. That's uh, it's actually a pretty good atmosphere. So, do you dress differently to go to a Lakers game as opposed to be a Clippers game? Because you know you're going to be seen at the Lakers game as opposed to maybe the Clippers game. You might be, you might wear something different. Uh, I'm sure some people do. I really don't care what people think I'm wearing. I, I'm usually jeans and a t-shirt anyway, so it doesn't matter to me. Are you like, uh, are you like a deep V-neck t-shirt guy, guy, like where the V goes right in between your pecs, so you can show you like your chest hair? <laughs> no, not that deep. I don't mind a V-neck, but uh, I don't really have the body to be going with a deep one. It, I shut up, man. Because I listen. I get listen. We went to we went to Costa Rica, okay? And and people don't know that but we went to Costa Rica, and I and I was like, Mister, I was trying to get my Pulitzer Prize on, and I was just and you're like, Cab again with the pictures. I'm like, Doggy, just go. The the sun is setting on the beach, blah blah. blah. Dude, I have an Iron Man pose. When you're just, <laughs> and I know, and I know it must have felt awkward, but the the picture is pretty legit, though. Yeah, it actually turned out pretty good. Yeah, doggy. Anyway, okay, so so um, uh, here's the question: Who has the better playoff beard, Jeff Carter or Blake Griffin? In fact, let me let me let me qualify that with who has the better ginger playoff beard because yours is coming in super red. Yeah, it is. It is. Um... I don't know. Mine, mine's a lot bigger right now. We're uh, we're an extra round into it, so I'm gonna have to go with myself. I'm actually <laughs> pretty impressed with what I've done here. Because <laughs> I don't think you didn't grow a playoff beard in uh, when you guys uh, went in 2010, did you? Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, you did. Oh, I don't remember it being this red though. No, you know what i I trimmed her up there when I when I got hurt, and then uh, started growing again. So so wait, wait, you trimmed. Uh, Wait, you trimmed it when you got hurt in 2010? In 2010, yeah. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Now with like, uh, so like, you, so this is like a, a very unique situation, and I, I think it's unique to all of North American sports. Three teams use the same building, 
and three teams using that building, the Staples Center, are in the playoffs right now. Obviously, the Lakers, the Clippers, and you guys, the LA Kings. Um, what does that do to the ice? Because there's so many games in a, such a compacted schedule. Yeah, that definitely doesn't help it out. I mean, uh, you look at this weekend from Friday night to Sunday night, there's six either basketball or hockey games in L.A. at the Staples Center. Holy on crap. one weekend. Yeah. So, but, uh, so it, it definitely doesn't help it out, though. It's not uh, not the best conditions. So what is it like? So what what is the ice like? Is there a noticeable difference when you guys play on the road as as opposed to when you play at home, like in the quality or the dexterity of the ice? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. I mean, it just it gets it's good for you know the first half of the period, and then it gets pretty chippy. Uh, you can tell the the snow kind of starts piling up, and uh, um, you know they they try to do a good job in between whistles. They're coming out and with the shovels and whatnot and trying to scrape it off, but it, uh, you can definitely tell the difference. So, do you feel like you move slower? Is that like when it when there's more snow on the ice, and I, or just or what? Yeah, you might feel a little heavier. Obviously, when it's nice, hard, quick ice, uh, you can kind of glide a little more and, and get going. But uh, it might be a little little more work to get going on uh, on the softer ice. Is that why you guys love playing on the road? <laughs> we are pretty good on the road. No, you're not, uh, you're not pretty good. You guys are freaking amazing on the road. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I don't know what's going on there. I guess the guys just kind of like getting away and, and not having to deal with any distractions or whatnot. Jeff, are you familiar with the term ham? Uh, yeah, I am. You are familiar with the term ham, and recently you went ham. Would you? And, uh, and, and was that your first time going ham? Uh, yeah, probably. And when you okay, so for the people who are listening who don't know what ham means, ham is an acronym for the phrase "hard as a mother bleeper." And uh, Kanye and Jay Z had a song on their latest record, uh, "Watch the Throne," just called "Ham," and they both go hard as a mother bleeper. And Jeff, you went hard as a mother bleeper, scoring a hat trick. Now, when you in that first goal, when you fell and you fist pump on the fist pumped on the ice, what was going through your mind? <laughs> it was about time. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's been a few games since here, since I put a couple in the net, so it was uh, you know, nice to get one and, uh, and help the team out. And that second one, you really should have given that one to Kopitar because that that barely that, didn't that barely hit you. Yeah, it just went off my foot. But, but you'll take it. Yeah, I don't think anybody really cares. Uh, <laughs> this time of the year, the big thing is that it's in the back of the net. So true that. And so, so you scored a hat trick, and uh, and that was like the uh, the first hat trick by an L- uh, by a player in an LA Kings jersey in the playoffs since number ninety nine did it, Wayne Gretzky. Now earlier this season, Sam Gagne had a historic eight point night. Uh, it was it was insane. The dude was just on fire. And that night he got a, a text message from Wayne Gretzky congratulating him and just saying, hey, you know, enjoy the mo- moment. And then he signed the text message, 99. Did, uh, <laughs> did you get uh, a text message of that, of that no, sort no, from I 99? I didn't receive any text, no. Not from 99? No. Did you receive any text from any uh, other Hall of Famers? Uh, no. You just got them from a bunch of your friends all over North America. Yeah, yeah, I had quite a few texts from some friends and family and whatnot. But no Hall of Famers. How many? Uh, how many of those text messages made you laugh? Like, cause uh, were, were they all filled? Were Were many of them filled with just curse words? 
Just yours. Just mine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the only one that... Really? Yeah. Oh, what does that say about my character, Jeff? <laughs> Listen, I like to send, I like to, and, and like, I like to send you messages, whereas I don't get the auto response from you, which is what? What is your auto response? Thanks, bud. <laughs> That's exactly the one. I, I like, so I have to make sure that when I'm sending you messages, I craft them in a certain way. And I ask the question a certain way so that, I, and you don't, and you do not give me the auto response. The the uh, pro the typical Jeff Carter response of thanks, bud, and it's like, and you never spell out thanks. It's just T H X B U D. Quick and easy, man. Get it over with. <laughs> do you have Do you have thanks, bud, pasted on a on a note uh, in your in your iPhone where you just fire back? No, no, I don't. I always type it out. <laughs> how many How many thanks, buds, did you send out last night or today? Uh, after your your uh, career uh, hat trick, your your first hat trick in the playoffs, uh, probably about thirty. About thirty. Yeah, that's awesome. That's all. and 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 more interestingly, uh, what is the ratio of uh, of uh, uh, women to men that sent you messages, Jeffrey? Uh, I don't know. Um, this is just a lot of friends and family, so you know, probably a few more guys, but not too many. But you have, but I mean, but all girls are friends. I mean, they all start out as friends, and then. They're... Oh yeah, you know what I mean, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know what you're saying you're, you're talking about close friends. Yeah, you're, you're, you're the people that you'd have in your home, and you'd have you, you know, eat with, and all that kind of thing. Um, so, dude, man, you guys are. Uh, I'm not going to say anything. I just wish you luck, and I hope that whatever you guys have planned, um, you're able to stay healthy. And execute the plan. Yeah, thanks, but uh, let's hope and, uh, we can keep rolling here. So it's been going well. Awesome, man. Well, Jeff, thank you for joining me on the podcast. And uh, enjoy the beach and, and, and make sure you go uh, meet some friends for your friends. <laughs> Don't be selfish. See what I can do. See what I can do. All right, man. Thanks again, dude. All right, bud. Thanks. Peace. I know Jeff is more of a scorer. As he uh, he once said in an interview that we that we shot at uh, at Jared Stoll's house, that if if given the pass, nine out of ten times he's going to shoot. Like that's the, that's his skill set. He's a scorer, and uh, but hopefully today, as he's you know rolling around on his white and red beach cruiser along the beach of uh, Manhattan Beach in in Southern California, he plays the role of Mike Richards. And he looks to set up his friends. I mean, I don't ask for much. I just like being social. And women are my batteries. Our next guest is on the phone. If it's going to be uh, an interview, I'm going to conduct it. So I'll answer my own questions, ask myself the questions, then give y'all the answers. And continuing with this West Coast love, going back to Cali, 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 as the notorious B.I.G. once rhymed. Uh, and one of my good friends, uh, a great dude in the National Hockey League, uh, Scott Hartnell once said, this gentleman is the best for keeping in touch with other friends in, in hockey. 
Jared Stoll on the podcast. How are you, sir? Calvi, I'm pretty good, man. Thanks for having me on. My pleasure, man. My pleasure. Okay, so uh, you, um, dude, you, okay, you live in Manhattan Beach, and uh, and you know, I've been to your house, and 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 you know, millions of people have seen uh, some of your house when we when we shot that bit a little yeah. while ago. Um, and you know, one one time that we were hanging out there. You know, we're on your back deck and we're looking out to the beach and it's beautiful and it's, and it's, I don't know how you focus there. I mean, but, and you're so focused right now. How do you, fo- how do you do that? Well, I think it's just a good place to come back, uh, back from the rink and just relax and, and chill out and then get your mind off the game. But then at the same time, when you, when you do go to the rink and once you get in the doors of, of the, our practice facility, you just kind of get in your mode, get in your mindset and, and go from there. But, um, yeah, we try not to take uh, try not to take the game back to the house with us. Uh, obviously, like you saw on uh, on our our little episode there. Your your place is your house is like a utopia. So it's it's easy to leave hockey behind at uh, at the practice facility in El Segundo, and of course downtown yeah. LA at the Staples Center. Uh, yeah, and like and a, a lot of people don't know you even have a yoga room now, which, <laughs> which is which is what like probably in the top fifteen greatest moves ever. Is to have a yoga room when you're entertaining guests. Now, uh, where, where, where did you get that idea from? I might have to throw a twister game in, uh, on the floor. And then oh just, my gosh! <laughs> God bless you. Um, I don't know. I just I've, I started doing yoga a couple summers ago, and I, I love it. And you know, it was one of the bedrooms that uh, I, I really didn't need, so I put some rubber down and got a TV in there. And uh, yeah, I just. Uh, I do a lot of yoga in the summer, so I just get get the instructor to come on over over to the house and uh, do a quick hour. And if I'm going to play golf or going to work out, it's a good thing to do before that. So you have you have a, a, a an instructor come over, uh, Jarrett. Um, a friend of mine, uh, Neil uh, Neil Scott, really good friend. We we've come up with these like harebrained ideas, uh, <laughs> and th- I'm just going to throw a harebrained idea at you. Uh, <clears throat> We threw this idea at Richie, and uh, we're still working on him. Where we want to do a dog rental service, where you can rent dogs for a couple of hours and go to the park, and meet, oh yeah, and meet yeah. girls, which I think yeah. is is brilliant. And then we oh, yeah. threw uh, we threw an, an idea at Aaron Rodgers of uh, the Green Bay Packers um, to be his bookie next year at the Kentucky Derby, where he goes. And, oh, nice. and and be one of those guys that throws beer cans at the dudes running across the porter potties. They yeah. do that in the in, inside of the in the uh, in part of the inside or of the, the track, infield. right yeah. in the infield. Now, what if what if we did a, a like a like a private yoga private yoga classes or or Pilates, you know, just and then you know I I just yeah. need I just need a small little investment to get the business started, but but being in Manhattan Beach, I don't think it would take me long. Uh, no, you, every every corner there's a there's a little yoga studio or Pilates studio, so it's it's not going to take you long at all. And there's a lot of a lot of ladies around these these parks that uh, are willing to either teach you or uh, or learn or be a part of it. See, yeah. that's all you needed to say, dude. Now, see, now we get yeah. it. But, but how do you like that idea? I mean, there are going to be times where you're going to be on the road. You're going to be playing hockey all over the place or whatever, and so like I'm not gonna I'm gonna need to run the studio from like a two is to this, six. Is this happening in my house or is this happening in your studio? No, no, no. This is happening in your house. Okay. Well, then then I got to make sure the cameras are on. <laughs> <laughs> Closed circuit TV, the right. best kind. Uh, so um, you're uh, okay. So, yeah. so I'm okay. I'm, I was reading GQ today, and um, I was online, and they have like their. Uh, 
their um, spring fashion guide. And yeah. I know Los Angeles, like, well, certainly where you live on the beach, everything's very laid back. I mean, the whole West Coast is, like, known for being laid back. But, and, yeah. and like, and Los Angeles isn't the most stylish city. Like, like the women are very like, stylish, but the yeah. dudes, they, you know, it's not like... Uh, like New York or, yeah. Right, where, where yeah. it's a little more fashion forward. But in the style guide... There was one uh, one group of, of photographs where they said, "Don't be afraid of the white pant, wearing white pants." And this is for dudes. Really? What, what are your What are your thoughts on wearing white pants? <laughs> to be honest with you, I have a pair of white shorts on right now, but I don't think I'd go with the white pants. White pants for golf, I would wear, I, and I have worn them. But like, say a pair of jeans that are that are white, uh, I I can't rock that yet. But white shorts right now, I got on. They're they're fine, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know about the white pants. <laughs> and they say like they need like they should be white. They should be very slim. And you wear like you wear like a a, a contrasting like a dark colored top. Uh, yeah. And and the they're, the white pants that they're showing had like they rolled up at the bottom. Um, so, but yeah, how, that seems very that seems very European to me. Or yeah. maybe somewhere on Santa Monica Boulevard down in West Hollywood where you find a lot of those types. So you so you couldn't you you would not rock white you have white jeans but you wouldn't rock white pants. No, I don't have white jeans. I have, I have a pair of white like golf pants. Oh, are, okay, okay. You know, which are Adidas and I, I wear them. But um, white shorts I think are fine. But I don't, I don't think I can can rock the pants. So you okay? So here's the thing, like hockey dudes. You guys have uh, you guys have trunks. Like you guys have like you know and and some hockey dudes have bums like. Serena Williams bum. I mean, maybe not that big because yeah. Serena's yeah, got yeah. a big bum. But like yeah. you, you know, muscular dudes. Like you guys are like yeah. you guys are the physiques are like power lifters. Some of you dudes. So how hard is it for you to find jeans? Yeah, it's it's tough. There's there's a few companies that uh, like Diesel jeans are great. I, I love wearing those. Those fit me really well. Sometimes you gotta you know get a pair that just fits your your ass, and then you know the waist <laughs> is way too big. But you know, it's all uh, yeah. You just got to find a different uh, different brand name that uh, that works for you and stick with it. Really, that's all you can really do. All right, I got yeah. See, I, I'm like I'm a bigger dude as well, so I, I, I like I wear like sevens fit me fit me nice, yeah. and I, and I just rock Levi's a lot. I mean those. Yeah, I yeah. probably have those like eight nice. or ten pairs, and there's I mean yeah. they have so many different styles. So, um, but okay. So, which do you prefer on uh, your female friends? White shorts or white pants? Ooh, ooh. Both, man. That's 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 a, that's a trouble one for me. I love white pants or anything white on on a on a female. Yes. Yeah. I mean, but w- with a certain physique. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Of course. Not not wearing like a <laughs> <laughs> not wearing like a Canada's Wonderland T-shirt of size four X. Yeah. Like we're not. You know, that's that's not really what you want to run with. No, that's you know, it's obvious, hey, but. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so I was like, okay, so I also. I was also uh, on uh, on Esquire, and uh, yeah. Esquire had this this one of their music um, cr- uh, critics uh, compiled like a, a best songs of the summer list. <clears throat> I have uh, I have a couple of the songs here, and and I don't like I, I know your 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 uh, musical tastes are varied, uh, so let me know if you have any of these on your iPod right now. So this is according to Esquire. It's their best songs of the summer 2012. All right. Heaven by the Walkman. Yes. You have the, okay. Drunk on You by Luke Bryan. Just got it today. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, Best friggin' song ever by Wallpaper. No. Whistle by Flowrider. No. Some Nights by Fun. 
Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, I gotta check these off. Uh, Little Talks by Of Monsters and Men. No. Uh, Where have you been by Rihanna? Yes. <laughs> Dude, you have Rihanna on your iPod. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and you're not even. That doesn't even phase you. No, not at all. Okay. You, have, you have parties. You gotta. You gotta get. You gotta get every, everybody involved. You know? That's a great point. Uh, Hurt Me Tomorrow by Kanon. No. Hands on the Wheel by Schoolboy Q featuring ASAP Rocky. No. That's some hip hop ish. Uh, Let's Go by Calvin Harris and Neo. Yeah. Yes. You have that one too. And then oh, Masochist yeah. by Devin. No. So I'm just gonna review. You have. Heaven by the Walkman, Drunk on You by Luke Bryan, which you just got today. Yeah. Uh, you have best friggin' song ever or no? Uh, yeah. You have that one? Whistle by Flowrider? Yep. Some Nights by Fun? Yes. Uh, little Talk, Little Talks by Of Monsters and Men? No. And then you have Where Have You Been and Let's Go. You, Dude, you have most of that list. I'm surprised Wild Ones, Wild Ones by Flowrider's not on there. Uh, well, that might be, that's very catchy, but it might be, I mean, that one's playing a lot now. Maybe not. Maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's a little bit. Maybe next month it may not be playing as much. Yeah, yeah, true. See, I was, I don't have any of those songs on my iPod. (laughs) Like, I, like none of, and you know what? And I was listening to these songs. I'm like, I've never heard this music. My musical taste, I I do need to expand my mind a little bit because like. I've I've gotten a little bit better. I, I was, I was terrible with music. Uh, a couple of years ago, but I've gotten better. Uh, a couple guys in our team are are really into it. Brad Richardson's really into tunes, and he uh, we're roommates on the road, so I kind of kind of got into it a little bit. So who who else? Brad Richardson is a dude who's who's up on music. Who else is? Um, Drew Doughty. He uh, Drew Doughty, Trevor Lewis, and then Richie. Those guys uh, they like their music and their kind of their DJ beats and um, you know, kind of the raves stuff a little bit i grew up on country so i like <laughs> i like i like most country which which is good but um i'm kind of all over the map on, on music there's your there i knew you're gonna i knew you're gonna say you had the luke bryan song because that's like oh, that's okay. like the I one just, I, I actually just got it on my on the drive home from practice today i just put it on my iphone <laughs> funny because i heard i heard it, i heard it on the radio and i'm like geez this is a catchy tune so i, I, I got it yeah. <laughs> so so when you're growing up in uh saskatchewan and then when you played in edmonton it was like yeah. It was just all kind like was was Lady Antebellum out at that time? Uh, no, no, no. That's pretty much uh, maybe just when I got to L.A. So were you, were you like like Garth Brooks? Was that like were like yeah. that kind of country? Keith Urban, Garth Brooks, um, Tim McGraw, Faith Hill. Always loved Faith Hill growing up. Um, Shania Twain was she was a big I was a big fan uh, growing up. Um, but yeah, you can. What's that? But Jared, do you ever find yourself singing those songs where, like, the like, I mean, you could do it in private, but you can can you ever do it publicly where it's a Shania Twain or a Faith Hill and just or like a Rihanna where the beat is the the, yeah, the yeah. chorus is catchy, but you you you've sung that in public in front of people? Yeah, I don't, I don't really care as long as you know maybe if I'm a little had a couple or whatever, I'll just <laughs> yeah in front of the boys or whatever it doesn't really matter. They can make fun or whatever, whatever. Everybody catch everybody. Uh, I think has their moment when they're when they get caught doing something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I think uh, yeah. I think yeah. I mean to maybe to like your girlfriend or whatever. Maybe you can you get us. But like I've seen it, uh, and recently I was uh, like I was out on the weekend, and I was at a spot, and there I like I was looking at a dude fully singing. Like the chorus of a Rihanna song, and I was like, "This guy feels oh, like yeah. this yeah, guy feels no ways about it." 
Yeah, he's going. He's going to the deep end there. I wouldn't go that far. I don't think. But I'll just, I'd maybe sing a couple words, but I'm not one that knows the whole entire song. I might know the the main course of it, and that's about it. Yeah, that no, that guy. Yeah, he was yeah. fully committed, and yeah. it, I mean, it was probably the the kettle one in his system that helped yeah, him to yeah. get there. Exactly. Can I exactly. give you? Can I give you three songs that you should put on your iPod? Yeah, sure. All right, for this summer, I think. Now, I am no sort of prognosticator, but I think there's a hip hop artist named Big Sean. I think he's gonna have a big summer, Big Sean, and he like, yeah, he's kind of he's he's sort of funny like Ludacris, not as yeah. funny as Ludacris, but okay. So, uh, well, I'm gonna write these down. Hold on. One all right. <laughs> big Sean. Big Sean, yeah, S E A N. So okay. the the a big tune right now is a song called Mercy, and it's got like Big Sean, Kanye, uh, Pusha T, and a guy named Two Chains. Okay, so Mercy. Okay. The beat is very yeah. heavy, and do you still do you still push that Audi? Uh, no, no, I sold it. Okay, but anyway, yeah. it's a it's a big tune, so the beat just okay. comes in heavy. Okay. Um, uh, another song called "Till I Die." He's particularly funny on that song. That's got Chris Brown, Big Sean, and Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa's yeah. verse sucks on it, but Chris Brown is okay, and Big Sean's funny. And then the yeah. other one, this is strictly because you're on the West Coast. And the dude representing the West Coast to the fullest right now is a guy named Kendrick Lamar. And there's a song called The Recipe. It's Kendrick Lamar produced by Dr. Dre. That one's that one's nice. Recipe. Yeah, it's a the the chorus is like women, weed, and weather. That's why everybody comes to LA. Women, weed, and weather. And it's <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, so those three songs put on your iPod. Yeah. Sounds good. I'll get her down next time I see you. I'll uh, we'll rock those tunes. Yes, sir. So, okay, so you're like in this uh, amazing period in your life now, like you guys are, you guys are in the NHL playoffs, and and you're playing extremely well. Um, and I was I was listening to an interview with a, a famous photo- photographer, and I can't remember the dude's name, but anyway, this photographer who was um, he was a, a, a photojournalist, so he was taking pictures during Vietnam. Now this is totally different from what you guys are experiencing, but yeah. I guess my point is uh, while you're going on this journey. How are you recording this time? Like, are you taking pictures with your teammates, yeah. like, you know, in the in the in the dressing room, or like just these little moments that you're 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 caught up in? But are you record? Are you aware of like recording these moments because, like, you won't get these back again, or like this yeah. is this is one of those times of your life, your life. Well, I know in Edmonton we we went to the Stanley Cup Finals that in 2006 and. You know, I think you, yeah, you, you have so many memories, but not many pictures. And the pictures started happening when we when we won the conference final in Edmonton. And you have pictures with the trophy in the dressing room and all the guys. And and those pictures, I you know, still look at to this day and and realize how, how good a time that was. And I think if if we're very if we're fortunate and lucky enough to do that again this year, then that's probably when that'll start happening. But um, you know, there's there are certain pictures too, I guess, within the first couple rounds that that you see online and stuff or, or people in the, uh, within the Kings organization, you know, get you pictures of that. That's stuff, stuff on the ice, but you know, off the ice, yeah, certainly you want to take, take some pictures. And, uh, it's a good point. Actually probably should be taking a little bit more, uh, more pictures of, of, of the good times right now, but, uh, I'm sure that'll happen here, here shortly. I know that you, I know that you guys are like laser focused. Obviously it's, uh, it's showing on the ice. So that's, obviously not on the forefront of your mind. What's on the yeah. forefront of your mind is getting the job done and executing the plan that you have. But just something, yeah. to, keep in, something to keep in the back of your mind. But, like, I also, like, when I was at your house, I noticed that you don't really have any photos of you playing hockey on your wall. Like, you have some art pieces. But of yeah. the photos that I saw, 
at your house, most of them are golfing pictures. Why why don't you have more photos of you, uh, more hockey-related uh, photos? The hockey pictures within my house, or, or I have some in my, like my, my walk-in closet, and I have some, there's like a, kind of like a guy's room downstairs, like a man cave kind of thing that I call it, and where I have, I have yeah, you got you got video. You have like an arcade down there, which is awesome. Yeah, so that's where I kind of keep the the hockey pictures, and I don't think it's you know somewhere in the family room or kitchen or dining room where I want to display that kind of stuff. So yeah, I don't know. I I have some up for sure, but not uh, not a ton. So you have I, I've uh, I've seen um, you have a couple of photos with uh, with your friend Scott Hartnell when you guys are. Uh, were like golfing, like in the off season. Yeah. You was it like a Phoenix trip or Arizona trip? Was one of them? Uh, we went to. Or was um, it Nashville? No. No, we went to Nebraska actually last year. Oh right. And, uh, okay. Yeah, we golfed in the middle of nowhere in Nebraska, which was unbelievable. The, the golf courses out there. Um, yeah, we went there for about four or five days, and we've done a bunch of golf trips. We uh, we go on every summer, so I think uh, we're gonna hit another one up this summer in July and uh, have some fun. Now, when you um uh. When you watch golf and you hear people yell, get in the hole when Tiger Woods is putting, does that infuriate you as much as it does me? <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just one of those things now that it's just kind of a little obnoxious, I guess, but people will yell anything. And there was the other day I was watching golf. I forget what the guy yelled, but it was just funny. Me and, me and Brad were in the hotel room in Phoenix and... Um, Watching, I forget what the heck the guy yelled. Yeah, guy, it was, it was, just it, stupid, just stupid stuff. Like it, I think he yelled ham and cheese or something. Uh, well, he was yelling. Uh, at, he was yelling at Tiger, right? It was some, wasn't it something about like light the candle or something like that? I don't know what it oh. was. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, anybody can yeah pretty much yell anything at that that moment and be an idiot, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, and no, I, I hate that. Like, I, I actually wish like if if they started pepper spraying people, I would have no problem with that. Cause like as soon as honestly, and as soon as people yeah. get in the hole, like I I, I actually I want to grab that person by the throat, yeah. and then just yeah. mush their face under my cleats. Yeah, with, the, with Kevin with Kevin Naw there, he, he had troubles actually hitting the golf ball. So people were yelling, "Pull the trigger!" But that that I kind of think is funny because he he had a little thing going on mentally uh, within himself. So of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when you had uh, now when you had your golf tournament in. Uh, Saskatoon, which is great. Thank you for the invitation. We've been there. We went there twice, no, and no it was problem. a lot of fun. Uh, shout out to Bailey's, and uh, <laughs> shout shout out to uh, the place that I like to go. <clears throat> it was, uh, and I don't. Very few people know this place, but it was uh, the Sutherland Hotel, also known as the the Scuzz. The Scuzz. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Scuzz. <laughs> Had a couple of fun fun nights at the Scuzz, yeah. and uh, what was the other place? Pat something. The, uh, the Pat. The Pat. The Pat. The Pat. Yeah. The Pat. yeah. Um, yeah. yeah we yeah, had. Great, it's a great college town, and uh, you know, especially in the summer, everyone goes back, and it's uh, it's fun. Yeah, it's a great uh, it's a great city. A lot of friends there, and uh, it's a good time. Are you going to do your golf tournament again, or have you handed it? Have you passed Actually, the passed the reins? I handed it over. Yeah, I passed it on to um, Braden and Luke Shen, so they're going to take it over. They're from Saskatoon, so they're going to they're going to take it over. This is the first year that they're going to that they're going to do it, and uh, yeah, it should be you know a lot of the same. Uh, same kind of people, but uh, you know, get all their buddies involved now, and then they can uh, have their fun. Oh, that's cool! And you guys were able to, you you guys raised like a million dollars in the in the uh, something something close to that, right? In in the time yeah. of the the lifespan of when you were uh, the face of the tournament. Yeah, exactly. We had uh, six years there. I did four years in my hometown of, of York and Saskatchewan, and then I moved it to Saskatoon. And in Saskatoon, yeah, we raised a million dollars in the six years. So it was uh, it was pretty cool. It's like 
got my own comfort fund at one of the hospitals there, the children's hospital. So for all like furniture and, uh, and equipment and, uh, and beds and just anything and everything that patients and their families need when they're, uh, when they're in the hospital. Dude, so do you get your name on the wall there? I mean, a million bucks is a substantial yeah. amount. You have your name on the wall in the hospital? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, yeah, they did it. Um, I think it was, I guess, it was three or three or four years ago. It's it's called the Jared Stoll Comfort Zone, and it's ah, it's that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's cool. Yeah, that is awesome. But, you know what, you, dude? You know what would be awesome is if we had the yoga class in the Jared Stoll Comfort Zone, dude. <laughs> the the yoga studio in your house should be the Jared Stoll Comfort Zone. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I should maybe get another sign made up. <laughs> yeah, dude. See, see what we see what we do here. The comfort zone. Oh, that's now we're, now we're getting places. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could get my friend Nigel to do the logo. Oh, yeah. As soon as I tell Neil, he's gonna be all about it. Um, <clears throat> so, so okay. So I don't know if you heard this story, um, but uh, there was there was a, a former Clipper, this guy named Keith Kloss, who who wore his own jersey, a Clippers jersey, to a Clippers. Grizzlies game. This happened just a few weeks ago. When was the last time that you wore your jersey not at work? Oh God, uh, I don't think it's ever happened. Maybe to like a promotion, but that's kind of working because you're with the team and everybody's wearing jerseys. But not, yeah, nothing to do with the team. Just kind of out and about. I don't think I ever have. What like, and how many years would it? would have to pass before you uh, you would do something like that. Like people say, not in a million years, not in a hundred years, not in a thousand years. Give me the number of years that would have to pass before you pulled a move like that. Showing up at an L.A. Kings jersey wearing number 28, Jared Stoll. I don't think I would ever do it, to be honest with you. <laughs> are, you are you going a billion years? A billion years, yeah. One billion years. One billion years. <laughs> what was the last time you wore? Have you ever worn a jersey that didn't have your name on the back? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I think it was like maybe grade eight or nine. I wore. Oh, sometimes you wear hockey jerseys and stuff to school, and I wore a Mike Medano jersey. I remember. Um, I wore Brian Prop jersey one time. Um, How is Mike Medano? Mike Medano jersey was pretty popular. It was part of my. Part of my wardrobe there. <laughs> now, was it like, was it was it like Minnesota North Stars? Or what Minnesota, is it? Minnesota, old school Minnesota. Oh North wow, Stars, yeah. like that '89. Yeah. It, it was game worn too. It was. Yeah. How'd you get that? Uh, some lady gave it to me from uh, actually from Minnesota. She was she was a fan and she knew I was a big fan of him and and uh, and she had it actually in her basement and it wasn't signed but it was it was game worn. What did you give her in return? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't even give her a goodbye. I understand how you were all, dude. I, I get it. I gave I gave her a very nice thank you. And, yeah. <laughs> now, what's the what is, what's the age limit on wearing jerseys in public? Oh, in your in your opinion, I mean, there's no. It's not written in stone, but there's certain. I don't, I don't think certain... there is one. I don't think there is one. If you're a, if you're a hockey player, I don't think too many hockey players actually wear hockey jerseys in public, but. Yeah, if you're a fan and, you know, you, you like the game or you like a certain player or team, I don't think it really matters. See, I have, like, I have my own personal rules about wearing jerseys. Like, I would never wear a jersey of a team that wasn't playing in the building where I was. Like, I, if, oh, if, yeah, if I, yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I, I, I'm a Tennessee Titans fan, but I'm not going to rock my my. My Eddie, my Eddie George jersey at a Bills yeah. game if they're playing the Dolphins. Exactly. No, I, I agree with that. That's that's just why I don't know. Like, they, but people do it. People do it yeah, all the time. I yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. People do do it. I don't know why they do it, but 
I guess they're just a fan of the NFL at that point. Now, <laughs> or whatever, whatever oh, league. You know? Yeah, yeah. Now, how do you feel about women wearing jerseys? I like it. Like, okay, okay, but okay. You, 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 you remember the auctions in Saskatoon at the golf tournament there, don't you? Uh, I do. I uh, I do remember certain jerseys. Or going... maybe, or, may, or maybe you don't. <laughs> <laughs> some of the jerseys were going for more than some of the other ones. Yes, I do remember that. But yeah. like, okay, so okay, here, here's a scenario for you. Okay, because because some uh, some people listening to this, uh, there's you know, there, I, I like to. There's a kid on the train. There's a guy at work. There's a there's a girl in the gym, listening to our conversation right now. Now, okay, if you're go if you go on a date, Jarrett. And the date is you go to a sporting event. Maybe you go to uh, you go to a basketball game, or you go to a yeah. baseball game, or, or maybe a soccer game. Let's say. Yeah. Now, now, like, what is the appropriate fashion etiquette for the girl? Like, what what sh- what shouldn't she wear, and what sh- or and and what would you like her to wear? I guess I guess let's start. With, what, uh, like like I guess are you okay with girls wearing jerseys on dates? No. Okay. So she's on a no. date with you. She better like how like like a nice like even a nice pair like a nice pair of jeans. A dress is fine, is great, obviously, or a nice pair of jeans and a nice classy, you know, jacket or scarf or whatever, just something nice. So you want you want simple. her style game to be on point. Yeah. Simple but you know, it's gotta be a little bit there. <laughs> okay. So but okay, so 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 for you, it's you know, it's in the nice jeans, maybe a blazer, or a scarf, or a nice shirt, or something. Like that. So it's like, yeah. so it's like a date. It's like, so it, do do you want her to, uh, you know, dress with that kind of style because you might go out for dinner afterwards, or 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 to something else afterwards, or going out and have a couple cocktails? Um, yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. But I, I guess if you're at a sporting event, you want her to be comfortable and probably jeans and you know a nice sweater or whatever is pretty comfortable, you know. All right. Now, what do you wear to sporting events? Jeans and a t-shirt and a jacket. Just really basic, simple. So you sometimes you wear blazers to games? No, no, no not a, not a jacket like a blazer, just like a just like a spring jacket or oh, whatever. Not, okay, not, okay. Not, 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 not an actual blazer. Oh, okay. So for the girl, yeah. she doesn't have to wear a blazer. She can just wear like no. a, a regular like yeah. it could be a leather jacket or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, if you, if you, okay, I'm also trying to figure out the the, the etiquette rules according to Jared Stoll. When you, uh, <laughs> if you buy the ticket, uh, should the girl buy the buy the beer or buy the refreshments? No. no. That that's still no. all you. It's on me. Yeah. Now, what if you're, what if you're just a regular dude? Uh, I'd say it's still on me. It's just, I think it's just kind of class or. The way I don't know, it's just the way I am. Maybe if if you if you invite a girl out, you should probably pay for the night. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's okay, my my. I share a similar viewpoint like you. I want if I'm out on a date, I'd like my girl to look to look nice, like to look and yeah. and I mean I might like if I'm on a trip to say Chicago or it, it could be I don't know it could be Dallas. Let's say like I might maybe buy her one of those cute T-shirts. And maybe she wear that, but as far as jerseys go, I'm not a huge fan of it. But girls do look hot in yeah. jerseys. Every time I go to a Calgary Flames game, uh, there's always, <laughs> and I selectively yeah. pick that city. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, there, you know, there are some some girls that look good in 
in those uh, red and black jerseys. But okay, okay, so it's good to know. It's good to know to, uh, know your viewpoint on that. Um, okay, one more. Okay, one more thing. Do you feel comfortable telling the 2009 New Year's Eve story? The 2009 what story? The New Year's Eve story. May I tell it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with that. All right. So, okay. So it's. Uh, are, are we are we naming names or are we? <laughs> <laughs> no, we no. If you, if you, no, we just no. We don't have to. We don't have to. Um, but I, you know, we don't have to. Okay, so um, we're at. Uh, so it just worked out that we we uh, Dave and I, my producer Dave, uh, and I, we we had uh, we would do our LA trips in December, and this one worked out where we were we would stay for New Year's Eve, and uh, you guys were at home. Uh, and you know we got some Lakers stuff, and um, the, actually the Flyers were there and the Columbus Blue Jackets. So uh, you know graciously you invited Dave and I out for New Year's Eve, and I, I had a, a friend with me, uh, and we accepted. And, and thank you again. So we go to the Will Turn, and the Will Turn for people who don't know uh, is a is a like a theater in Los Angeles, and they have they have shows and stuff in there. It's a it's a nice place. Uh, and it's like old school booth. So you're there with your lady, your lady's friend. Uh, no, sorry, your lady's sister. Excuse me. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Hartnell and uh, his uh, his lady at the time. His lady. Uh, they came. So it was like I don't know. It was like eight of us, and uh, we're having a great time. And and uh, Travis Barker's on stage on the on the on the uh, the drums and uh, DJ AM. Uh, you know, may you rest in peace. He's on the turntables and they're, and he's playing mashups and it's and it's crazy. And uh, at the party, Dr. Dre is there. So I like I'm a huge fan of Dr. Dre. So I, I didn't care about looking like a fan. I went to Dr. Dre, like, hey, Dr. Dre, I'm from Toronto. Uh, and he actually, this is what I said to him. Like, I heard you're working with Drake and I heard that he's writing for you. That's awesome. He's like, yeah, Drake's really talented. I was like, do you mind if I get a photo? And he said, sure. So I took a photo with Dr. Dre. Do you want okay? So maybe you should continue from here, because then, then, then no, you're doing a great job. It's no, great. No, but it. you, but you tell a story well as well. <laughs> no, I'm not much of a storyteller. But. <laughs> so <laughs> it's go a, ahead, buddy. okay, fine. So it's approaching. It's approaching two o'clock, and uh, you know the, we there were like three bottles left on the table, three bottles of Grey Goose, and uh, your lady's sister was like, "We have another party to go to." We're like, "Nice," so. Like some, like as though we were high school kids. <laughs> I put one in my waistband. Dave puts one in his his back, and you put one in your back. And your our blazers are covering. And we leave, and we go to the car. Uh, now we're in the car, and uh, your lady, uh, your lady sees what we did, and she goes ballistic. Because <laughs> it wasn't really the classiest move that us three knuckleheads did, and we're, and, yeah. and, and, and and I think you said something like, "Yeah, but we don't want to waste it." Like, yeah, we paid for it. We might as well just might as well have it, drink it, whatever. Right. So we're in this huge SUV, and we're going to a party in the hills. I have mine with me. I'm probably I'm probably consuming it in the car on the way up. We're climbing <laughs> yep. up this. Yeah, yep. yeah, like an idiot. Uh, well, I wasn't driving, so I'm good. So we're climbing up through the Hollywood Hills, and we're just going forever. And we hear some music, and we get to this. Do you know what the guy did? Like, we, so we get to a house. And I have no idea what that guy did. I don't even I don't even remember where it was really. I just remember we kept going up and up and up through the tiniest little road that the Hollywood Hills has. I think. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't. Yeah, I have no idea. I couldn't find the place again because I was no, never not really coherent. So anyway, we get to this party, and there are some bouncers, and then there's a girl with a guest list. It's like two thirty, two forty five at this point, and there's still a guest <laughs> list. Like, are you serious? Yeah, no, like, no. like, come on. So then there's this like really ear piercing, like awful, like Euro house going on, like music. But the place, there are a lot of people there. And it's like this big open space, and we're at this guy's house. So immediately, so you know, I'm I'm with you know my lady friend, and I'm walking around and and you know eating what's left. <laughs> like there, there was like a there was like it was catered, and there was like a yeah. crew. I was eating sandwiches and stuff. Uh, but then, but then Dave, you and Dave started exploring the house, and what did you guys see? We saw, I think, everything that uh, everything and every, anything really stuff you didn't want to see, stuff you wanted to see. We just kept uh, kept opening doors and windows and cab- cabinets and jeez, uh, monkeys were popping out everywhere. <laughs> it was it was kind of like a movie, like just, yeah, it just was, it was. from the way that you guys described it to me, because I didn't see quite everything. I was looking for a place to whatever, but you you guys were you guys were discovering certain activity going on. Yeah, and yeah. It, yeah, it was purely some Hollywood ish. Didn't Dave fall in the pool? Dave didn't fall. He walked right through the pool, not knowing that it was there. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, there's a group group of us were on the far side of the pool, and you had to kind of walk through it. The way the lighting was, maybe he just didn't see it or whatever. But it was, it was a very sleek pool. I remember, kind of like an infinity pool, you know, low on the ground, and um, he just walked right through it. And uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, dude. It, like, and the guy was soaked, and then like. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's like, I don't know, I think I fell asleep. I have a habit of falling asleep places. But all of a sudden, it was like, we got to go. So then we, um, I think you guys you guys dropped us off at the hotel. And yeah. uh, I don't know, I, I'm pretty sure I drank the rest of that. Uh, uh, friend, yeah, I'm pretty that, sure you did. Yeah, too, that, yeah. <laughs> that wonderful beverage uh, with the yeah. goose on the front from France. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and, and I think the next day... Dave, I think, left his phone in, in the car or something, and you dropped it off for us. That's right. That's right. Dropped it off at 4 in the afternoon, and you guys were still in the, still in the wrapper. <laughs> <laughs> so for anybody anybody listening to this uh, interview, if you ever meet Jared Stoll in the future, <laughs> say, hey, Jared, what exactly did you and Dave discover when you were just opening <laughs> random random doors? There was like a sil- – didn't you guys – one of the rooms had like a frosted – like like – Head to toe, it was glass, and you guys saw some silhouettes, didn't you? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there was every room was so different in its own way, and uh, different characters in each one of them. So, yeah, if anybody ever asks me what happened, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll go a little further on with that story. <laughs> awesome, man. I know, I know that uh, uh, you have uh, thrown some pretty fun, fun parties, um, and uh, if everything goes well, it goes according to your team's plan. You uh, will have a big one. Um, sometime soon. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, you guys can continue with the laser. I mean, you guys, like the Hubble telescope, can see deep into outer space. And if it was, I don't position some way that the sun would uh, magnify its, uh, like it was shining through the Hubble telescope and it was burning up part of planet Earth, that's the kind of focus that you guys are demonstrating right now. So please keep it up. Thanks, Kevin. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's fun times for sure. Hopefully we can uh, we can keep her going. All right, man. Well, uh, good luck the rest of the way, sir, and uh, I will definitely talk to you soon. Thank you. Appreciate it, buddy. Take All care. right, man. Thanks. If it were up to Jeff Carter, Scott Hartnell would be your cover athlete for NHL 13, no helmet, 
big ginger afro. If you're not named Vinny from the Jersey Shore, don't expect to stay at Jeff's place for a barbecue or a roast or grilled salmon because he doesn't know how to make those things. He doesn't just buy them from the local Whole Foods. And uh, I always, I always kind of ride Jeff about uh, not being that talkative. He's kind of a strong, silent type. Uh, so it's nice to have him uh, humor me for, for half an hour uh, with some conversation. And if you want to get, if you're a friend of his listening to this podcast and you want to get something more from him than thanks, bud, in a text congratulating a uh, performance or congratulating a win or, or anything like that, you got to send him a creative text. Believe the cursing to me. I'm good at that. And Jared Stoll and I have a business idea. Do not steal our business idea, okay? Because we have something to start later in the summer and the, and the potential for the comfort zone that charges my battery. So I don't want if I, if I there better not be a comfortzone.com or a comfort zone yoga. Like I, I don't even I don't know the difference between uh, Bikram or Pilates or like Zumba. I know Zumba is very popular. I don't know the difference between those. But if there's a comfort zone, Bikram, uh, 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 Pilates comfort zone or Zumba comfort zone, Zumba.com, I'm going to I'm going to fight somebody because you heard it here first. And the studio at Jared Stoll's house is big enough for a group, um, and it's perfect to get a sweat on. Uh, I like the date etiquette stuff, too, that we got into. I mean, it's not, it's not I mean, these are just, just the rules according to Jared, and I chimed in as well. Um, I mean, the most important thing you should take away from that is that men, we should still be chivalrous. Keep it alive. Spend a few extra bucks when you take uh, a lady friend um, you know, to a game, you know, buy some, you know, buy her beer or some popcorn or soda, whatever it is, um, you know, keep that alive. Uh, and although Jared and I aren't really into our dates wearing jerseys at sporting events, I think he'll agree with me on this. Um, if she's wearing white pants, she'll get a pass. This week on Spawn, Cabby presents on Sports Center. I have an interview with Mike D from the Beastie Boys. Uh, and if you're listening to this and you don't see the conversation, um, that was recorded two weeks before the untimely death of Adam Yock. So we don't mention Adam in the interview because he was ill at the time um, and, uh, you know, he was curating an art show and we were talking about basketball. So we didn't mention Adam. And unfortunately, two weeks later, he passed. So that's why we don't talk about Adam Yock, a.k.a. MCA, in that interview. But you'll see some other fun stuff on Friday on SportsCenter in this week's Cabby Presents. Uh, if you want to find me on Twitter, it's at the real Cabby, T-H-E-R-E-A-L-C-A-B-B-I-E, or on the Book of Faces, facebook.com slash Cabral Richards, C-A-B-R-A-L-R-I-C-H-A-R-D-S. I appreciate everybody listening. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm Cabby, and I'm gone. Thank you for listening to Cabby Presents, the podcast.